Welcome back to The Hardcore Therapist, where we explore topics related to mental health and personal growth. I'm your host, Sarah, and today we have an important discussion ahead. We want to emphasize right from the start that this podcast episode does not replace the need for professional therapy. It is crucial to acknowledge that while self-help and self-improvement tools can be available, they are not a substitute for therapy when needed. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Um, so today we're going to touch on a topic that I've had a few different people ask me to talk to them about is like rebuilding trust in a healing relationship. And um, I do a lot of couples work in my private practice. So I am going to take some time to come up with some things that, um, you know, help rebuild trust after it has been broken. So we're going to kind of try to unravel this and help people with possible journey of healing, but also just know that if you are struggling in any of these areas Seeking professional help is the best way. These are just tips. I could give some books as well that are very helpful in communication, but um, just knowing that these are just my thoughts and having a uh, therapy that's trained in um, couples counseling is, is really important. So the first thing that I do with my clients when um, they're struggling with uh, trust that's been broken is acknowledging the pain. Um, when trust is shattered, it's deeply emotional. And um, we just need to acknowledge that there's pain by the broken trust. So it, it differs for everyone. Some people go really numb. Some people deny. Some people have a lot of anger. Some people have sadness. But acknowledging that pain and what the feelings are are going to be really important. And knowing that it is not just the person who has um, had their trust taken away, but also the other person is going through some sort of pain as well. So the person who um, maybe cheated, had some sort of indiscretion, they're going through pain and understanding what, what their pain is to acknowledge what happened is really important. So when I work with couples and this is an issue, that is the first thing I work with with people is just knowing that like this is a painful process. Growth uh, in this type of way might require the pain that they've gone through. And if they're willing to work with it together, um, it's usually really helpful. So, and allowing people to be in that pain, right? So people want everyone to get over things really quickly. And this is not something that you can get over quickly. So really acknowledging and honoring that someone needs that time to take that, that pain away, I think is really important. The other thing is open and honest communication. And that seems like a no brainer, like duh, like of course people need that in relationships in general. But when you're trying to heal a relationship, um, when trust has been taken away, um, it might be really difficult for the person to be honest and open, being afraid that they're going to, um, I'm using air quotes right now, get in trouble or um, they're scared of the consequences. Usually what happens, um, usually what happens with people when they're having a difficult time being open and honest in communication, it actually comes from things from either that relationship or past relationships where when they were trying to be open and honest, either their ideas were shot down or um, they were made to feel like their thoughts and feelings weren't as important or they didn't feel heard. So when you're working on honest and open communication, especially if you're trying to rebuild trust, I think it's important to have very similar language and create tools that work. So for instance, um, I use a book called um, How to Communicate Without Starting a Fight 
I think that's what it's called. I'll try to put it up here so people know. It's a short read. It's super easy read. Um, my my couple clients that I work with have found it to be really helpful because they know the language that they're using and they understand. So I think it's important when you need a timeout or a break from the conversation that you're having, if it is difficult, that if you're that person that needs that timeout, take it, but then also make sure that you're acknowledging when you're going to be able to talk to that person again. It might not be right away. It might be like, hey, like I, I can't, mentally handle this anymore. Can we talk about this again tomorrow evening? Just giving some sort of time frame. That is the importance when you're working on rebuilding a relationship, being able to say, I need to take a pause. I don't want to fight. I feel like this is getting escalated. Let's move it into another direction. And that's okay. And if someone else is angry within the relationship, allowing them that space to be angry, they're allowed to be angry. Angry is a very healthy emotion. If you're unable to express it, it comes out in different ways, such as being passive aggressive. Um, you know, I have a, a client that I've been working with where um, they're, they won't really say when they're angry, but then they will do things like make fun of the other person under their breath, like trying to be teasing and funny. But really the truth of the matter is, is they're not feeling like they're being heard. So that is another important piece that I really try to work on with people. Um, I spent a lot of time doing communication training with my clients, including when I'm working with um, students, understanding how to talk to each other is so important. Um, it just rebuilds bridges of trust, being able to have this common language, being clear, being open, being honest is, is the way to go. The next thing I think is important to rebuild trust is actions and not just words. And I'm like, I just took a pause there to have that sink in. Um, I do think we need to understand that the actions are very important for people to um, to believe their partner um, rather than just words, because oftentimes what I have noticed when people have lost trust in their partner, the partner has said all these words that they thought their partner wanted to hear or husband or wife or, you know, you would boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Um, but it, it wasn't actually what they honestly felt or thought. So when you're saying the words, just because you think it's going to get you out of trouble or get you out of the situation, you are actually creating more drama and more problems for you. So when you want to rebuild the, the trust action, so I have different, I have different clients do different things that, that work for them. Um, I, I'm not a huge fan of this one, but I do have clients who allow people to have the passwords on their phone so they can see everyone that they've talked to. I, I think that you can figure out different ways to be dishonest about that. Um, but I do think, you know, showing them that they're the most important person to you is going to be really helpful. Um, I, I have also had clients just being like really clear of what they need from their partner and then making sure that the other person is doing that for them has been really helpful. So for instance, I have a, a client who explained that they needed um, some time away from their partner not like expansive amount of time, but like going out at least once a week without them or doing things on independently. And I think being able to say that and allowing that person um, to do that is really important. So those are, you know, important, you know, making sure you're committed to this and you're sincere 
through your actions is what's going to be really helpful. Another thing is establishing clear boundaries. And man, it is so important to feel safe in a relationship, to have clear boundaries of what you can, can and cannot do or what the other person is feeling good about or safe with. So for instance, um, you know, if an argument and you don't like how someone's talking to you, and I'm going to use that as an example, you know, you can set that boundary that I, I, you know, I, I don't like to be spoken to that way. You also could just say, I need space. Right. So like, that's being really clear. If you, you know, want to do things with your family and you don't want to invite your partner with, it's okay to do that. Or if your partner doesn't want to come with, it's okay. And explaining and understanding why. I talk a lot about um, when I was in education and I used to do this class called Natural Resources. I, I've talked about it a few times on my podcast where I worked with kids on communication. And um, I I think people feel bad when they say no or they're not, they don't want to do something. My thing was always that you could say no to whatever you wanted, as long as you could explain to the group, because the, the group in this case needed to uh, understand and maybe help you and provide assistance and ways to help you uh, be part of the group. But within the boundaries, just being clear and things that you're willing to do and unwilling to do and, and times you need space and your own, you know, privacy and you know, again, it just creates a safety and, and it's important to have healthy boundaries in a relationship. If you don't, this is when a lot of mistrust happens. Being patient and consistent. Okay. So healing takes time and rebuilding trust is takes time and there's not just one destination. Right. And so like, I try to explain that to people a lot is that if you had something happen in your relationship and you, one pe person thinks it's not that big of a deal, but the other person does, you have to allow them to go through whatever they need to go through to get to that destination, their destination, and um, just being consistent with it. So um, for instance, I, I usually assign homework to my couple of clients when they're going through something. And the consistency of communicating about things other than just being in session is really important. So, I mean, it might be as simple as, I just want them talking about uh, a television show. And I know that sounds silly, but getting into that habit of being able to talk to each other again um, by using benign things, I have found to be really successful. Also, when I give homework um, prompts, like I'll ask them to, you know, what they want their relationship to look at for them to work on it together, to take a day during the week or a few days during the week where they can really talk on their relationship and how they can, about their relationship and talk about how they want, um, where they want it to look like. It's not, I, I can't give a, anyone a magic wand and it just goes away and make everything better. So I do think that that is something that is really helpful. I, you know, I know I said um, this before, but pro professional guidance. So if you feel like there's uh, something that you cannot handle on your own and you want to repair the relationship, I think understanding the role of a counselor or therapist to help uh, improve trust and improve your communication is really important. Um, I gave a few tips. I mean, I know they're pretty benign tips on that, but like, you know, each, each session in each person is really different and each circumstance is different. And I think when we compare ourselves to other people and other relationships, it really affects it in a, in a negative way. So knowing that your relationship might need a little bit of help um, and just being able to talk to another third party person who is 
able to remain neutral. Um, making sure you have a counselor that's able to do that is really important. You should, you should be able to tell that within the first few sessions and you can always, that's a relationship. Also, you can always like say, this is not the right fit for you. And that's totally fine too. For instance, if that happened to me, I would make sure that I gave the clients uh, a few more options of different people that they could see. So understanding that it's to build trust, it takes, it's a journey. It takes some time. And I hope that, you know, knowing that we're acknowledging pain and being able, able to have open communications, backing words with actions, setting boundaries, practicing patience, and possibly having a professional guidance would be really helpful within the relationship. Um, if you found this helpful, you know, I'm happy to support anyone's personal journey and growth in any kind of way. Remember to visit the Hardcore Therapist on Instagram. Um, you can email me at thehardcoretherapist at gmail.com, or you can visit my site, my website, The Hardcore Therapist, and hit the connect with me button, and I will get your emails. Um, and if you want to get merch, all my merch, all the proceeds to, from my merch goes to uninsured and underinsured people to get mental health help. So that is that from The Hardcore Therapist. I hope this was helpful. And, you know, come with your questions. You can DM me on Instagram with questions. I got a, a few more, but would always love to hear more from anyone else. Thank you.